We're as ready as we're gonna be. Are you ready? Do, do. Maybe I'll put that in the the uh Are the, you the X, ready? The DX uh, intro. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. That guy. He's dead. Yeah. The, the fake yeah. Uh, Zach De La Roca. <laughs> mm. I yeah, I thought that was Rage Against the Machine the first time I heard it. <laughs> I think everyone did. When you're when you're like seventeen, you're like holy shit. <laughs> Speaking of weird national anthems, you realize that chick that sings the national anthem from this is the fucking opera singer or whatever from Mulholland Drive. Uh, yeah, we'll get into that because he loves stealing oh, yeah. ideas from everything, and he st- he he basically stole like a scene from uh fucking Mulholland Drive. Yeah, yeah. I didn't remember her tremendous cans in Mulholland Drive though. Good lord. No, I don't think she's wearing such a. Anyway, we'll get anyway. to it. Well, let's blow through the 80 movies we've watched. Silencio. All right, guys, go, baby. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. That's right. Movie the Podcast, we're back. The hiatus is over. It's a very special reunion episode. We got everybody back here. Sean's back. The hiatus. TJ's back. Gogs is back. And what's Movie the Podcast without Alec? We're all here. Finally, it's we're off format. It's the wrong month. It's now Sean William Spook Scotty October. And we watched it's certainly not that. We've been there's been a stay of execution for the last three weeks or so as we were watching Southland Tales. Some of us watched it twice. Uh I drew a chart. Yeah. I did watch uh, it twice. And I we also watched, watched a shit ton twice. of films. So Yeah, I'm gonna pare mine down. So I'm just gonna talk about well let's let's just each talk about one that we actually really want to talk about. Unless somebody has Absolutely really strong opinions refused. about two. Okay. okay there we go. <laughs> All right. Uh so uh, yeah, we're back. Uh and we're uh, black. You know, get ready. We don't oh, want any more bears. All the rumors that we've been, you know, we we quit or we're extradited yeah. to another country, those are all false. Yeah, I know. Well, a lot of now. A lot of people were waiting for, like, the bombshell, like, Sean to put his book out, and he was going to say, like, well, really, I left the show for four years, and it's been an AI the entire oh time. God. I was you know, the first AI, one. AI, AI, a la, uh, like, Jada Pinkett Smith. Like, actually, it, it, it was first it was, gay eye. It was an SAI. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what'd y'all watch this week? God, since you simply refused to pare down your list. You I absolutely from... refuse, because there's a wild through thread on mine that I'm I watched. Watch. Predator 2, Alien 3. He, he did watch Predator 2. I know he watched, watched Predator, Predator 2. 2. Uh, okay. uh, so, so let's talk about that. We'll start with that. I watched Predator 2. I love that movie. I showed it to Anthony. Now Anthony loves that movie. We're correct. Everyone else is Anthony wrong. had never seen it. First of all, no, I no, like no, Predator 2. He just never saw it through it. the lens. He never oh. saw it through my lens. Yeah, except he's saying it's better than Prey, and you're both wrong. Like, that's just wrong. Um, so now, so now here we go. So fun fact about Predator 2. I don't think two, it's better. I like it more. That's, that's the correct answer. Okay. Well, Predator actually, Anthony now. Predator 2 is not even better than The Predator. And, oh. Anthony's kind of gone around the bend. He's like, I don't know, Gogs. I think this movie's really good. I was like, I don't know about How does, do I like it a lot? How does Anthony feel about The Predator? That's interesting. I don't think he's seen The Predator. Hmm. He does not like Predators. Anthony is a, a champion of like malign sequels. Isn't uh, Temple of Doom his favorite Indiana Jones movie? I recall it's my that favorite being. Indiana Jones movie. That is uh, incorrect as well. It's not the best I'm one, but it's my favorite. I think it's his favorite is Raiders, but I don't know. He's a Temple guy. Anyway, we want to do it. So here yeah. we go. Comfy sequels. So uh, this is for the Predator Two heads in the room because I also watched in the room. Half, <laughs> I watched so- half of 
Maybe John Carpenter's worst movie. I got to watch the other half. Ghosts of Mars? No, his other worst movie. Room 19 what? or whatever Vampires? that is? Vampires. I watched Oof. half of Vampires. I feel like Ghosts of Mars is worse than Vampires. I'm going to watch, watch the other. I, go did you watch Vamp, Vamp or Ayers? Oof. I watched Ayers. Vamp, I want to rewatch Vamp. I haven't seen Vamp in a long time. Um, but so here's a fun fact about Vampires because I just watched Predator 2. Can't go out in the in, sun. Huh? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> vampires, uh, one of, one of, uh, James Woods' original kill crew from Vampires, right? Like we're 10 minutes in the movie. He gets slaughtered almost immediately. He's the Scorpio from Predator 2. The guy gets all cocaine up and then falls off the building in the, like the opening scene of Predator 2. Same actor. I was like, that guy. How, how, how many conventions a year does that guy do with right. both of those Dude, features on so, the poster? Oh. So I looked up his IMDb. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I've actually seen that guy at, at a horror shows. I know exactly. I just what he's got a about. deep. He's a stunt guy. He's got. Mm-hmm. He's got like 260 credits. He has done a lot of film. Um, Is he a better stunt guy than Dick Warlock? Or Russell Dick Warlock. That was better than Dick Warlock. <laughs> um, the real name Dick Warlock. So those. Okay, watch those. Watch half of Vampires. It's bad. Part two rules. I watch Wayne's World two. It's better than Wayne's World one. That's all there is to that. Uh, that is I a re- wild take. That is a great take. Have you rewatched Wayne's World 2 lately? It's I, no, You know what? Surprisingly, no. I <laughs> Give it a shot. It's a lot of fun. So that means it's the best SNL movie? Better than The Ladies Man? Possibly. Possibly the best SNL oh, God, movie. Gogs loves The Ladies Man. Yeah, but there's some so other SNL I. movie I love that I can't now think Cone about. Coneheads? No. Oh, MacGruber. MacGruber. Oh, yeah. is my favorite. Yeah. Um, so moving right along, I revisited, uh, after the Baroness show, I was home and I was still, you peaking. saw Baroness? I did. They ruled. Yeah, I oh. like, also, oh. I'm assuming you went with TJ and didn't go on your no, own. Actually, he, he, we were, bro- we were both there, but he didn't go with me. I Weird. was, I was, I was in VIP. Thank you very yeah, much. Yeah. I was, I was on parallel tracks, but like. I got a whole new world of metal Sean, that Sean, Sean, I he, now know he about. Also, he also witnessed uh, a Squala Skeleton Grind. Skeleton Witch? Oh. Ske- <laughs> Squal- no, I took him to a Skeleton Witch show. No, a Squala oh. Grind, which is a power violence band. And yeah, uh, sure. Jesus Jesus Peace, which is like a hardcore band. It was yeah, pretty awesome. Fine. Good show. A Squala Grind ruled, and fucking Baroness, like, it's all I've listened to for the last 72 hours. Like, I just keep oh, listening yeah. to Baroness. Um, very into it. Now I'm like, I'm like, all this, like, prog metal, this is a thing for me now. Is it a G.I. Um, Joe you going to go see Russian band? Circles, too? I wish it was a G.I. Joe tribute band. It's No, it's just like, it's like, um, it's like. DJ, is Russian Circles still metal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still together. Yeah, they right. put an album last year. You might like it, actually, Alec, because it, it's got a lot of, like, prog rock Boston-esque kind of guitar playing to it. Oh, I do like love heavier. Boston. It, it actually does, yeah. Um. So, anywho, uh, after that, I was still way too up. And uh, I decided to just sit down in my basement with a thing of Smart Pop and a Mountain Dew and watch The Lost Boys. Uh, that was pretty good. Yeah, I uh, Lost it. Boys. I, I, I watched it recently. And, like, I think it's it's one of those movies, like Sean actually just said about liking something, but, like, it's not good. Like, I think Lost Boys is kind of bad, but it's very charming. Like, it's, I don't, yeah, there's just. <laughs> it's no, it's no, um. Near dark, right? Yeah. It's, well, it's not. It's not serious. It's goofy as hell. I, like, it, I mean, it's it's like a sub Monster Squad level for me. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's I like Nightbreed adjacent for me. 
But I like, still I, love uh, you're a vampire. I'm Tom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And the like, the fucking the 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 sexy sax man. Like, come on, it's incredible. Like, right. And the 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 lead girl, the lead lady, that's the fiance from Twister. Um, yeah, yeah. Fuck, Dogs, did the, you know they're making another Twister movie? Oh no. You want to know what it's called? Yes, I'll give you three guesses. You'll get it in one. Alagonis. Twinster. Twister. 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 Yeah. They're doing alien aliens. Yeah. Because there's more than one. Yeah. Are we gonna get? Are we get the David Fincher like director like assembly cut of Twister three? They're gonna they're gonna CGI Phil Seymour Hoffman's balls back into it. Man, there's too many dead people associated with Twister. Why are they coming? Why are they bringing that back? That's not because they literally Helen Hunt. They know, huh? Yeah, bitch. Wait, the hour sucks. No. Oh. <laughs> um, they because Gogs, they literally like will not. They 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 just refuse to to finance any new IP. So they're just dredging up anything. Did like, did like the like the Twister in the end have like an illegitimate child with Bill Paxton, and now they're trying to like reconnect? No, they they built a theme park, and they're like, man, do you remember when just one Twister was enough to impress everybody? Those were the days. Right. Uh, <laughs> And Indominus <laughs> Twister. <laughs> we made this Twister invisible, and we we crossbred it with a hurricane. We genetically um, engineered this Twister. Like Twisters have genes. Shut up. Shut up, idiot. Um. Now the now the army's going to try to harness the power of Twister. Oh, Weaponize. <laughs> Laser guided Twister. Okay, really, you talk you talk me into that's it. Not too far off. Yeah. This is a good pitch. Um. Thank <laughs> you. Damn Lost it. Boys. I hadn't seen it in a long time. Cheesy but fun. Shout out Jason Patrick. Should have had a better career. Needs a K on the end of your name. Um, next Is thing it, I that's watched. That's what was holding him back. <laughs> Possibly. He misspelled his last name. It's not my fault. Now, uh, Sisu, I watched that movie. Uh, that movie features my absolute favorite emotion, Vengeance. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you had to like that movie. I mean, <laughs> movie. Wow. Uh, good times on Sisu. Uh, not so good times. I watched 2023's Asteroid City, which Why? wants to be charming. And I typically am a mark for, uh, for, uh, what's this Wes guy's Anderson? name? Wes, Wes Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Wes. But this one did not do it for me. I tried. I wanted to do it for me. Did not I feel do like we're, you're swinging the Wes Anderson power balance. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, it's overly complicated. It's star studded and it's, quirky and fun i guess but it's like what they're i didn't i didn't do it for me so take that for what you will and then how is tom hanks in a wes anderson movie tom hanks is good in it because tom hanks is good in everything everyone's don't get me wrong everyone's good in it scar joe's good in it yeah like oh yeah Uh, thanksgiving um the it's just like it's like the premise of the movie is anyone else watch it or is going to watch it I'm gonna, I'm gonna is, gonna it, is it the same premise as every it. other Wes Anderson movie? A bunch of rich people don't love each other enough? Yeah, sort of. What are you saying, Alex? If our, if our preeminent Wes Anderson fan doesn't like it, then I'm probably not going to watch it. Oh, like, I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it yet. I, I plan on it. I, I've had it on the Plex for months. I just haven't gotten around to it. Like the yeah, idea it was like, is, it was the first Wes Anderson movie I've been interested in since Isle of Dogs. Oh, I, like, I love Isle of six Dogs. Six years ago. Like I love yeah. Isle of Dogs. I love Moonrise Kingdom. I love. I love, love, love the Grand Budapest Hotel. It's my favorite one. What about um, the, 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 uh, the 
Life Aquatic I love, Darjeeling no, Limited I love. No, god damn, the Royal You sound like Ernie Hudson and the Hand of the Rocks, the Cradle. I've still never seen the Royal Tenenbaums. That's his best one. I've never seen that or Rushmore. That's the only one of his movies that I've liked, the Royal Tenenbaums. I need to watch that. But uh, this one, like, the idea is that it's um, Walter White is hosting, like, a TV show that's kind of like Twilight Zone about maybe a fictional author writing a play. And then it's then the play is what you see, but the play is done as the play. But it's, like, through the lens of this biopic that may or may not be true. It's, 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 I, I, I had a, I, I, Got what happened, but I don't know why it happened. So I guess convoluted. We're dealing with grief. I think, like everything else, we're dealing with grief. It's just it's a it's a meditation on grief. I didn't care for it. Maybe you will. Um, and then the last thing I watched was 2023's Barbie, and I gotta say, Uh, can you table that because that's the one I want to talk about. I will table that. Okay, Alec. Um, I watched eight things, and I'm talking all of them too, since you guys made us postpone this for three weeks. Oh, you guys, you guys gonna go till midnight. That, that's, all right. Let's do it. Damn, I'm sorry that dog died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, We're put that on the shirt. Um, <laughs> so we'll go from worst <laughs> to best, but most of these are worse. <laughs> um, Yikes. Joe, Joe Dirt 2. Oh no. It, it's original, not called Joe Dirt. Crackle original. Joe Dirt 2. original film. Does it still have David Spade in it? Yes. It's got oh, all no. the same people in it. David Jamie Spade. Jamie Presley? No. Uh, no it's, it's, the, uh, it's Brittany not Daniel. Presley. It's Brittany oh, Daniel. Oh, Brittany Daniel. Uh, Christopher Walken's in it for a bit. Um, Patrick Warburton's in it. It is trash. Oof. I wouldn't crackle. recommend that to anybody. Straight to crackle. That's yep. kind of amazing. And it's the whole thing is told through. So in the first one, it's told through the medium of the like radio show. Yeah. And this one, it's like set up like Forrest Gump. Like he's on a bench at a bus stop with varying people coming by and he's telling his story and the people shit on him too. Just like the, his real life. Hmm. Um, it'd be funnier if they literally shit on him. <laughs> it's not good. Would not rec would not recommend. Mm. Um watch Netflix original We Have a Ghost. Also not good. Uh Anthony mm. Mackey is in it. David Harbour is in it. Um I like them. They're both good. Is it a it horror is, movie? Is it a comedy? It is what is a it? Comedy. Okay. And the broadest of strokes. Mm. Um Shout to Stroke and Broads. Yeah, it's not great. Um, R.I.P. Diane Feinstein. Like <laughs> David Harbour is a ghost who doesn't who can't talk. So he doesn't even have any lines. He's just like in this house, haunting this house. But then a, Anthony, Anthony Mackey's family moves in. So it's like a dum dum's version of ghost story? Um I mean, no. Ghost no. story is like No. Ghost story is okay. good. Got it. I, I like that you, they cast uh, a guy who's like really funny and quick witted at David Harbour, and then you have him not talk. It's like when they they made Deadpool originally, uh, Ryan Reynolds in that Wolverine movie, and oh like, yeah, hey, well, at the end of it, they, <laughs> they, they took his mouth away. <laughs> so stupid. Um, yeah, it's not great. Um, watched another Netflix original 
Halloween movie, The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Also not great. Stars Marlon Wayans and uh, oh. Kelly Kelly Rowland. Rob oh, Riggle's in it. He's funny. Rob Riggle's funny. Love but it was okay. It was better than uh, the other one I just talked about. With those three, I, is it a comedy? Or yeah, I it's assume? a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, uh, the, the premise is there's this family moves to a town right before Halloween. They don't decorate or anything. The dad hates Halloween. Um, there's some curse with the town about what's the guy's Jack String. I can't remember his name, but he's like the original Jack O'Lantern. Oh, and okay. he, uh, they somehow bring him back to life and he starts making all the Halloween decorations come to life, trying to find this artifact that will bring him fully back. And then he has to send somebody else to hell and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> there's like, there's some cool scenes of like the Halloween decorations coming to life and the CGI is pretty good. It's surprisingly good for the movie. It is. Um, uh, John Michael Higgins is in it for a little bit and he's always funny. I love that guy. What's he from? What are... He's from everything. If you look him up, you'll, he's from the Christmas oh, guest he's... movies. Oh, I, oh, I got it. He's one he's, of those uh, guys. He's Mark McKean's husband and, uh, oh, best yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Yep. He's great. Um, watch Disney's Haunted Mansion, the new one with Danny DeVito that... and stuff. Yeah. Danny DeVito and Lakeith Stanfield, uh, Rosario Dawson. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. Yeah. Good cast. <laughs> Yeah, it was long. It was too long. And one of the complaints that I saw people complaining about is like insane, obvious product placement all over the place. Oh, God. And like, I didn't notice it too much until they're driving back from, uh, it's set in New Orleans, which is cool. Cause this song is dealing with like New Orleans ghost culture and stuff. Um, but at one point they're driving like from the city back to this house in the country and they're just eating Burger King. It's like every bit of Burger King is like prominently displayed through the car. Like, oh, they have onion rings. Oh, yeah, you didn't know that. Like, they have a special, special Halloween burger, a spicy Halloween Whopper. Ghosts uh, really, are chugging Mountain Dew. Like, I love really, this Mountain Dew. It was really funny. Um, but I thought that was it wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It was just too long. I think it was like over two hours. Um, watch Hocus Pocus 2, which I enjoyed. I thought that was a cute little... I liked Hocus Pocus romp, 2. But I liked the first one. Um, they go together well. Yeah, the first one's a classic. Um, what else? Right, three more. Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is an absolute banger. Are you Tommy Boy or a Black Sheep guy? Tommy Boy. Yeah, Although Black Sheep correct. is good. Now that I find Black Sheep it. is good, but Tommy Boy is I've seen the full thing, but Tommy Boy is still funnier. Um, uh, watch Talladega Nights, banger. banger. Uh, probably Will Ferrell's best movie. Oh, yeah. Um, or at least my favorite movie. And maybe I'm sure other people have other opinions on if this is best or not, but that's my favorite Will Ferrell movie. Um, and it holds up 100% of the time. 100% of the time, it works every time. Every time. Um, it's so much fun. And like, I can almost recite that movie. It threw me because we, I forget what we watched it on. Maybe it was on Netflix and it must have been a TV cut. Cause there's, uh, there's like a scene. There's several scenes that were missing, but I noticed that when, uh, 
he goes to the box office to check to see if the tickets are there for his dad. And the guy at the box office actually walks away. He's like, man, that is the saddest thing I've ever seen. Every race, he puts two tickets here for his dad. And then it just cut. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. The scene goes on longer where he's like, let's sell these bitches for beer money. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like a TV cut or something. So there was a uh, lot shorter. Yeah. Um, but it's still the best. And, uh, uh, what's his name? Sasha Baron Cohen as Jean Girard might be like some of the best casting ever. Oh, dude. He's so good. Ever man. done. He's so perfect. Him and, uh, Andy, Andy Richter. Andy Richter, Andy Richter is his, his German <laughs> shepherd. He's no, he's, he's no stay at home spouse. He's a world class German shepherd trainer. What's we the, just want to develop a yeah, currency yeah, for dogs and cats to use. <laughs> he's just there. The they're having, they're like, showing lunch. that, like, they're showing that clip. Or on like race day or whatever, then it cuts back and it's Rob Riggle, the other guy, just staring at the horrified, their mouths wide open, like what? I I want to have a brunch with Elvis Costello and Most Deaf. Just (laughs) together, we are breeze. Breeze. Was it? I still love one one single flop. I love the joke. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, we're here with Kenny Rogers. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, I think he's having a stroke. I can't remember the bit, but that part was really funny. I like the one where he's it's it's when they they meet each other at the bar and he's like he's asking him to like if he he admits to liking something fresh. Oh he's crap! Like, you like, yeah, you like crepes? Yeah. Thin, yeah, they are pretty good. Wow, you're gonna have to. <laughs> he gave it a pretty good out. Shut take yeah, it. Yeah, no. pretty good out. Yeah. Also, the ultimate line. Why would you want the TV and the stereo on at the same time? Because I like to party. Because I like to party. Also, that has that great button where he calls. And he's like, I think the house is haunted. And, like, it's, it's just you're oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Michael Clark Duncan's funniest role, or is the Slammin' Salmon better? Slammin' uh, Salmon, but he's yeah. good in both. He's good in both. Put, put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Very oh, cool. yeah. That whole movie is, like, that movie reminds me of, like, like classic Simpsons because it's just so packed full of jokes. <laughs> Like there's damn there's like, this this is really dangerous, but I do yeah, love figures. <laughs> if you it's don't like, like it's like big cla- laughing clown malt you. liquor or whatever yeah, crazy clown clown, malt liquor. Yeah. No blindness in cats. Roaming the countryside. <laughs> Shut up, Melissa. Uh, I've been drinking Mountain Dew all day. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I said North Carolina, I'm, she's a no yell to me, and I shit in my pants. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a lumpy butt. <laughs> I'm a, 10 years old, but I can beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's eminently quotable. I was just saying that, like, him and, him and their, their, his brother, like, found a, a mailbag and just threw it in the river. Chips off a bridge. I love that their dinner in that scene is just like, Eight different kinds of fast food. It's everything that sponsors him, right? Like, it's just all the sponsorship foods. You know Jesus Jesus lived to be an adult, right? Yeah, well, when you make all the money, uh, you can pray whatever Jesus you want. But as long as I'm making all the money around here. Well, you you realize you have a hot-ass daughter. had a beard. (laughs) Shit's so good. Uh, Anything else, Alan? Um, Yeah, I watched uh, eight more movies. Strays. Oh, Man, you watched it. It was, uh, not great. Oh, yeah. oh, it it's a great funny. premise. It's a great, it, it did look funny. It had some funny parts to it, but it's a really funny premise that just runs out of steam real quick. That's a shame. Yeah, it is. I was really excited for it, but it just couldn't, uh, 
couldn't hang on. It would like there's, oh, there's some funny bits throughout the movie, but overall, it just kind of runs it runs out of gas real quick. But yeah, I I kind of was worried about that because I feel like that's one of those movies that like came and went. Like I didn't hear a soul talk about it. I'm like, oh okay, yeah. Man. Uh, that's everything. I find I finished the most recent season of uh, Cobra Kai, which is oh, I didn't know that was up. That's uh, yeah, season five. Did you finish? It's, it's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. only murders. The uh, season yeah, only murders. I think it's the best season of only murders. I think it's yeah, it's it's better. It's certainly better than two. It might be better than one. I really thought it was. I thought it was really really good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um. Cobra Kai is just insane, though. It just keeps getting this karate fights and this karate battle through the valley keep getting bigger and bigger, and it's absolutely insane. And now there's like adults and corporations and tournaments and stuff, and it's yeah. it's just it's ridiculous. I do love the fact Terry, that Terry Silver. <laughs> they actually in this season, Sean, you'll you'll like they they reintroduced the karate bad boy. Oh no, I did see it. it. Okay, so it's not new, new. It's the one that came out where he's working at the furniture store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so yeah, I saw it. it. I did like it earlier this year or, or last year. I don't. Yeah. I, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have the steam or like the energy that it did at first. Like I don't. I, I don't think it's as good as it was. No. But goddamn, every time Johnny Lawrence <laughs> walks on screen, it just says something. It's they, like they, that guy is just perfect. They've steered into how ludicrous it is, like you're saying. Like, I think there's one line. I think it's a season where it's like, look, I don't want my daughter to be the only person in town that doesn't know karate. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, it's great. You guys, I think, honestly, guy, if either one of you didn't like it, I'd be shocked. I mean, I watched I watched a handful of episodes. I thought it was a lot of fun. I need to watch the whole thing. Yeah, I need freaking- to. I need to watch it. It's on. Playing, I can't remember his name. Playing Johnny Lawrence is just no William Z- Zabko. Oh yeah, Zabka. yeah, He's just oh goddamn good. Is that Netflix or Apple TV? I forget. Netflix. It's on uh, Netflix. Okay. There's this, there's some scene at the beginning in this episode in this season where he walks into a him and uh, Cho Sen walk into a dojo to fight the evil dojo, and the woman mistakes him for Daniel Larusa because she's never met either one of them. And she calls him that. He's like, I'm not fucking Daniel LaRusso. <laughs> oh, it's fucking great. Uh, that's everything I think I watched, though. Mm. Uh, I watched uh, two things, and they both sucked. So uh, I'll be very quick. I watched a movie called Consec- Consecration. Conce- yeah, I don't know. It's like a religious word. Like yeah. when you consecrate something. Yeah, it's yeah. Consecration. Uh, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a really stupid ass movie about, um, it, it's one of these movies there where like the movie thinks like it's really smart by having this like goofy twist. Stay tuned later. But it like completely undermines like any kind of tension that the movie would have. And also like if you stop to think about any part of the movie, it doesn't make any sense anymore. Basically, uh, this chick, uh, her brother, uh, kills himself. Uh, during or he's in this uh he's in this like nunnery or whatever and he kills himself and they bring her to the nunnery and then she's like a demon it's it's fucking stupid but she doesn't realize she's a demon but she does realize it, it's garbage don't watch it and i also watched a movie called no one will save you which is a hulu original uh that they oh, i really i wanted to see that with the it's, aliens 
It's fucking garbage. Um, oh. It is a 15 minute movie that they stretch to a feature length. Uh, the movie features no dialogue. Um, and it's fucking dumb as hell. Like, it's literally like girl uh, doesn't talk, is isolated from town because she like did something you don't know at the beginning of the movie. And she's like a pariah to the town. And then Ooh, alien, she, uh, no, <laughs> I wish if she was a pariah piranha to the town, that would be sick. What, like pariah carry. So basically, she has an alien invasion scene, and that's like the all entire... I want for Christmas is chew. Sorry, oh, all I want God. for Christmas is anybody to love me. <laughs> Too real. Oh, that's a better. Oh yeah, that's pariah carry. I did pariah carry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sean said Mariah, Pariah. That was better. Yeah, that was uh, better. No. Anyway, this movie is just uh, alien home invasion for like eighty three minutes. It's just really one note and boring, and I hated it. And uh, Sean, uh, it would be funnier if the aliens were Hmong Chinese people trying to invade Clint Eastwood's house. Um, <laughs> wait, isn't that Grant Torino? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Gogs and I watched a uh, fucking movie. Mattel product movie Barbie. Uh, yes. Gogs, go ahead. Yes, Queen. I liked it a lot. <laughs> yes. yes. Bring that I, yes, I, I really the enjoyed it. The yesification of movie, the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was a lot better than I really expected it to be. I mean, there was a lot of hype around it, but uh, I thought Margot Robbie was great in it. I thought Baby Goose was great in it. Uh, uh, I thought... Uh, is it Simu Lee uh, uh, from Shang-Chi? Loved him in it. Um, How good is uh, Michael Sarah? Michael Sarah's fucking hilarious in it. Like, it's it's super good. And then, um, is, is it America Ferrara? Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought She's she was now. excellent in it. Um, I, I don't know. I really like what they did. And Will Ferrell's good in it, too. It's a bunch of fun. I like I know everyone's going to say, like, it's very ham-handed feminism 101, but whatever, it worked, and I enjoyed it. So, oh. like, this, I mean, I liked it. The part where they're, like, walking around town, and they're like, hey, everyone's looking at us. Like, yeah, but I'm getting a lot of undertones of violence. It's like, I'm not getting that at all. I'm getting I, d- I did laugh great. out loud. He's like, I'm going to the library to see if they have any books about trucks. Like, yeah, that part like, made me laugh. Like, it's all like, like a horse-based constitution. Like, it was yeah. fucking hilarious. I, I really enjoyed it. I'm taking it Sean didn't. Um, I got some problems. I wish TJ had seen it because, like, it, I think he it would at least, like, back me up on some of this stuff, but maybe not. Um, I mean, the movie was funny. Um, the political uh, bit of it is really weird because, like, ostensibly, like Gog said, it's like a feminist 101 movie, but it's really not. Like, you can tell that the people that wrote it were, like, rich kids. Right. <laughs> right. Um, because, well, a couple things, right? So, like, the, the main premise that, like, Margot Robbie is the prototypical Barbie, and then, like, that's bad, right? But, like, in the narrative of the movie, they also have all these other Barbies. They have trans Barbie and, like, fat Barbie, and, like, it, it doesn't, like, delineate in any way that, that it was never not like that. So, like, the idea of just this one Barbie out of this, like, sea of multitudes um, being kind of a, a bad image for girls is strange when the whole thing revolved around all the Barbies being a good image for girls. The, the the problem I have with the movie more broadly is so like spoilers yeah, broadly. See what he did? Yeah. yeah. Um, Women. Am I right? Right. 
these bitches. No, um, <laughs> so spoilers for Barbie, right? So the Kens are like a second class citizen in the narrative of the movie, and Ken goes and learns about the patriarchy, which, like, to be honest, patriarchy affects everybody, and maybe this is like too deep into the weeds for this movie, but um. <clears throat> So they come back and they dis- the Kens discover like class consciousness and the Barbies need to get their constitution back. So what they do is destroy their class consciousness by making them think that they all hate each other and then uh, reinforcing their individuality and not their power as a collective, which is how the CIA undermines revolutionaries. So it's like the Barbies are the intelligence community. It's really weird. Like if it's like a deep satire, then it's hysterical, but I think they just don't understand the point of the movie that they're making. And it's like hilariously wrongheaded. I need to watch this now. So, I didn't think about any of that. I just had a good time. Uh, we tell you, yeah. we tell you how funny it is. And you're like, yeah, it's funny. CIA is involved. No. All of a sudden, oh, I got but, but that's what it is. Like literally like that's how they, uh, break up unions and fucking, uh, socialism is by yeah, breaking class and consciousness and tell everybody that they're special and unique and don't need to share anything. So it's real weird. Um, but everybody's fun in it. Like, uh, I, I enjoy all the goofy sight gags of them drinking cups with nothing in it and all that. That shit makes me laugh. But, um, how's, how, but, how did you like baby goose? Everybody says he's the, he steals the show, but like, it's like the way they react to it is like, you didn't know already that this guy was a lot of fun and like a good actor. So yeah, I mean, uh, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's not like as good as the Lego movie. If we're comparing, Product movies, product, product. <laughs> but like it's the problem isn't feminism. It's the problem is that it doesn't understand. It only understands feminism in a very narrow kind of like white lib scope. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Also, like part of the message is you got to vote harder, which is like a horrendous take. But yeah. Well, I don't know how much like deep you know. I mean, it's fucking Noah Baumbach and fucking um. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig, and I think they're both like trust fund kids, so you kind of see where their heads are at. They are, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. I don't know. I still want to watch That it. was my yeah. wet blanket leftist take on the Barbie film. Yeah, thanks, Sean. Hey, at, least you, at least you didn't at least you didn't make a two, three hour videos talking about how woke it is and how that's ruining movies and Oh, but it's not like woke at all. Yeah, right, right. Your problem is it's not it's actually not, <laughs> not woke enough, no. Sean. No, not even close. Uh, but speaking of destroying things I love, let's talk about Southland Tales. Oh, God. So I just want to point can, can out. Can I name that. a list of the things that, so that, 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 that I love? In that, that sense, what is the thing you love? Oh, so, oh, leftism movies. and class consciousness. <laughs> well, movies, yeah. Well, Barbie didn't destroy movies the way Southland Tales tries to. Oh, I thought you meant. I, I, go ahead. Sorry. So it, it ruined leftism. It ruined Wood Harris. It ruined uh, my favorite Pixie song and also one of my favorite songs of all time, uh, Wave of Mutilation, which I love. It ruined Philip K. Dick. It ruined T.S. Eliot. It ruined Robert Wait, Frost. Like, did, I'm talking about did... Southland Tales. How did it ruin Philip K? Well, is it because? Go ahead. I, I want to. I don't know. I didn't pick up on the Philip K. Dick stuff. So just, John just because... Lovitz very much out loud says, "Flow my tears," which is a, oh, a very yeah. a, not oh, God, very intelligent that. reference. Yes, and also, yes, uh, yes. Taverner is the name of the main character in "Flow My Tears." The policeman says the guy that gets blinked out of existence from the alternate yeah, timeline because yeah, everybody's I, on I, that drug. I, I I can't believe I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm familiar with the story now that you yeah, yeah, yeah. Just said it. Yeah, yeah. Nice job, um, 
Yeah. Uh, I just want to point. I just more like T.S. Idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to point out that so we were. Uh, it's been about three weeks since we were supposed to record. It's I been. I watched so so oh, it's been, <laughs> it's been so long since I watched the movie. I like felt like I needed to watch it again. So I've watched this movie twice in three weeks. That's five hours. Yeah, I oh, like. Yeah. Do, does the other cut of this movie start with a montage, like right after the home video thing? Does the original cut have like a bunch of news footage montage? Because like that's, I felt like that was different. I didn't remember a lot of this movie, but a lot of it has lived rent free in my head for six years. I feel like I, I honestly don't remember. I, I yeah. tried to do a little research online yeah. as to what the differences are, and apparently, like it's mostly, it, it's weird because it's actually slightly shorter than the theatrical cut, which doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah. Apparently, um, the voiceover is taken away in a lot of this part, part of the, in this cut of the movie. Hmm. Like overall, it's the pilot pretty, Abilene voiceover. Well, you know how the pilot Abilene voiceover basically stops in the third act after yeah, it's yeah. been like in the entire fucking movie and then it just goes away. Apparently, after, after the whole killers, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier scene. Well, apparently that is, I again, I don't remember the thing. I'm going to give you a hot take that I didn't think I'd have. Um, That scene, the killers dance number is the best part of the movie. And I'm not saying it's good. <laughs> it's like I mean, my favorite it's, part it's, of the movie. It's, it's interesting. Like yeah. it's one of the few parts of the movie that's they like. They said it was interesting. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, um, but I, I have, so I hate this movie. I, I, this is yeah. on record as my least favorite movie of all time. I, I think we, we, we were, wasn't that the premise of that month is that we picked literally. No, I, no, I, I don't remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. It must've been you would see it because some guy at a comic book store told you how good it was. Mm-hmm. My friend Kurt, he's still my friend. Uh, yeah, and he, and it, 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 you know, it's sad, Sean. Yeah. It broke his heart when I was like, because I was trying to be nice, and I was like, dude, I, yeah. I hate this movie. It's so fucking bad. Like, he gave me the DVD and everything, and, and like, he was nah. like, but, but we're pimps. <laughs> yeah, like, I know about it. Shatter, shatter the DVD for him. I mean, it, what, he let me borrow it. I didn't beat it. <laughs> right this is not the best for both of us. <laughs> yeah. Um. But like, so, so I, I don't know, Gogs, how do you want to tackle this? I mean, I don't think you could do like a fucking synopsis to this mess. Or can I? All right, go ahead, please. Oh, if, if you're just joining us. Oh, what happened? Oh, what the hell is that? Here we go. Oh, Sorry, everybody. There was like a big beep. I was like, what is going on? Real quick, if you're just joining us and you aren't familiar with our history with this movie, Gogs is like the foremost Southland Tales uh, mid-Atlantic yeah. scholar, having read all of the graphic novels, I believe. Yeah, Gogs, before you get into this, just real quick, again, if you're you're new to this, Richard Kelly envisioned this as a multimedia experience because he got his head so far up his ass. So he released three... Uh, graphic novels that that were there were episodes gogs you can correct me if i'm wrong on anything but the graphic novels were chapters one two and three that is correct. and the film is chapters four five and six right that is correct yeah so he envisioned like that that you would have to read the comic books and then see the movie to get the complete view of the storyline and upon first viewing gogs was so convinced and god bless him for this he was so convinced that he missed the bigger point of the film. 
he went and bought those comic books and there read had all to be the a reason for this to exist. You read all the comic books and you came away with what? Worse, worse <laughs> off. It was it got worse. The comics made it worse. <laughs> so we're gonna ignore we're gonna ignore that part of it. We're gonna ignore the and, comic and, part. And of it. and for everybody at home, uh, Gogs just pulled up a big chart. And I will post this in the uh, the I'll post this as the uh, as the the image for the the uh, episode and also in like the description so you can see it because it's pretty impressive. So there we go. And I'll, I'll it's not just gonna be a visual gag. I'll talk. I just need my sure. No, I understand. I just I just want people to see this. Uh, so before you launch. I just thought maybe after seeing like some of the dog shit movies we'd seen prior, maybe we would have different opinions. But now I think mine's worse than it was originally. No, so yeah, yeah, yeah that's how I felt. This movie, too, yeah. this movie is the worst. It's like just <laughs> it's just above the Point Break remake for me. It is mm. just above that. Anyway, here we go. The whole movie for those of you playing our home game. So first of all, Abilene, Texas gets nuked. And then everything goes bad after that. Now it's Forever Wars. It's the plot of Gears of War. We need a new energy source. Islamists did it, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's start with Boxer Santoros. Let's make a better color here. Let's go red. Boxer Santoros, right, is here. And he's got amnesia. Now, why does Boxer Santoros have amnesia? No one knows. But Boxer Santoros has been picked up by Krista Now. Krista Now played by Sarah Michelle Galar, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She got hooked up with Boxer Santoros kind of through uh, this dash line over here, which is uh, Mad TV alum. Uh, oh, why can't I can think of his name? Fortunio. Or William Sasso. Will Sasso. Oh. Will Sasso. So he hooked up Boxer Santoros with Krista Now. And now the idea is, well, they're going to, like, hook up and do whatever, and they're going to, like, just completely bone everybody else by having Boxer Santoros working sort of with Chris and Al through the ultra-Marxists, right? Neo-Marxists. Neo-Marxists. I don't care. Uh, there is not have... a shred of Marxism in this movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Thank, so they're yeah, like, we're going to get... Add that to get, the things that ruined Marxism. We're going to get... We're going to do a couple of things. We're going to have Krista now, who is a porn star, also talk show host, also movie star, also a, like Grammy winning, uh, a singer. Uh, she is going to be with Boxer Santoros. Star They're going to maybe make sugars too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Teen horniness is not a crime. Uh, they maybe are making a sex tape. We're not a hundred percent sure, but we do know what's going to happen is that the ultra Marxists, with Roland Taverner, played by Month's uh, patron saint, Sean William Scott, uh, he's going to pose. This is this is Ronald Taverner. I'm sorry, Ronald Taverner. Yeah. He's going to pose as a UP3, UP3 officer and go with Boxer Santoros on a domestic call yep. where Wood Harris and Amy Poehler are going to put on prosthetics um, and then – Get killed by fake cops. Go ahead. Pause real quick, guys. Uh, first of all, um, the, the scene that, that between Amy Poehler and Wood Harris, where they got the fake press, that's like the only that part made of the me, movie I enjoyed. made me laugh when Wood Harris is swinging his arms around going, Oh, you miss. <laughs> that, that part was legitimately very funny. But anyway, guys, I don't, did you mention their screenplay? 
No, it's right here. Screenplay. Oh, okay. Because that is right here. Well, I guess it's it's important, uh, like, intermittently. Well, it's important ultimately because it becomes prescient. So now, Kristen Al has also written a screenplay with Boster Santoros, uh, where he gets to play Jericho Kane, and she plays Dr. Hot Pants. And it's about how uh, the Trier Trier Corporation, right, under the auspices of the Rand Corporation, uh, did they actually mention the Rand Corporation? The meal of dinner. And the reverse vampires <laughs> oh, have invented yeah. fluid karma. Now, fluid karma makes energy happen out in the water, but it also lets you inject it into maybe dead soldiers to bring them back, question mark. But it also, also is slowly slowing down the planet, which well, is pause. part of it their also gives you clairvoyance slash makes you telepathically connected with people in some way or another. Right, because Not somehow explained. down here, pilot Abilene, oh who's been all jacked up with that, no stuff, and Ro- and Roland Taverner or Ronald, whoever, may or may not have shot Pilot Abilene to death or just in the face. I had to yeah, look I- this up, uh, Gogs. <laughs> I don't know if it's in the graphic novels. Um, he had, there was an accident with a grenade and blew part of his face off. That is canonically what happened. And, and Ronald or Roland is dealing with that guilt now. Meantime, he has a brother he needs to find now. A brother, you say? Yes, a brother. He's being held by the ultra Marxists. Neo Meanwhile, Neo-Marxist. he shows up and Dream and Do- Dream and Avon Barksdale get Dion. got, but they don't get fake got with squibs, which is a funny scene because the squibs go out after they get really get shot. That is, by John I mean, that, that's pretty funny. <laughs> by John Lovitz because John Lovitz is working with the ultra Marxist, uh, Neo-Marxist. de facto like splinter cell, which is Sherry O'Terry and, um, and not the Punisher. And and uh Gail the snail's mom. Right. Uh, uh, it's what's it's heard, Highlander. It's who's the Highlander? Uh, oh, uh, Lambert. 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 <laughs> Lambert. Get up my ice cream trunk, you cro magnum bitch. <laughs> yeah, can we pause real quick, uh, Gogs? Um, and like the neo Marxists are like broadly anarcho primitivists. Possibly they like. I don't know if Richard Kelly, because this is his big, like, I'm skewering both sides movie, I think. Yeah, but yeah, it is. I don't know if it's that he genuinely doesn't know anything about Marxism or, like, he's making a joke about people who don't know anything about Marxism. But he's very, like, kind of on brand with, like, you know, uh, moderate Republicans of that era. So I'm not really sure what the point he's trying to make is with this. But they're all dreadlock, crunchy, like, bong smokers. Yeah, so like, just Richard, like, yeah, it's like Richard Kelly went to college uh, till his sophomore year and then they froze him in carbonite and then thought him out and he wrote three movies. <laughs> yeah, it's like some sort of weird boomer take. But anywho, moving on. Uh, so let's move down to the pilot Abilene wing. Uh, pilot Abilene, he's part of a group of snipers that are just positioned all around Night City or wherever the hell we are. Um, and the snipers. <laughs> Also work for Silent Bob and Janine Garofalo. Um, and they are all part and maybe work for or under the super NSA. Now the super NSA (laughs) is led by a senator. Oh, actually it's led by a senator's wife. Now that senator is also happens to be the dad of Mandy Moore. Now Mandy Moore is the true wife of Boxer Santoros. Now where's he been the whole time? He's been banging Kristen now and writing screenplays. 
So Dream and Avon die. Now that causes Boxer Santoros to have a mental split. He goes into a fugue state and he becomes his character from the screenplay, Dr. Jericho Kane. Now the Super NSA, right, has been watching this the, the whole time. The Super NSA who also owns all of television. That's yeah. correct. So the yeah. super, one of the Super NSA analysts in her Patrick Bateman raincoat is just juicy for Jericho Kane. So she says, Hey, I'm Dr. Hot Pants. You got to help me stop the world slowing down. And she's also she's constantly around. eating snacks in a way no one has ever eaten Speaking before. Speaking of things no one's ever done before, fucking The Rock's walking around drinking a six-pack in the ring. Like, in the yeah. six rings. Like, who's <laughs> yeah. ever done that other than maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> so now she goes to find him because he's just wandering around like a dipshit. And then the Super NSA snipers zap her. And now he doesn't know what to do. Now he's full-blown Jericho Did you Kane. mention why the neo-Marxists want to set up this race? Well, I don't even know if you mentioned there was a racist the neo-Marxists, yeah. the neo-Marxists want to set up the rock, uh, Boxer Santoros, to be at the murder of Dream and Avon Barksdale because they are famous ultra-Marxists. And they want to say, hey, listen here, son-in-law of a senator who's, who's managed by John Larroquette. You're not going to vote for the anti-gay agenda or whatever they're, whatever bill they're trying to get them to not vote for. The one, like, I don't want to so, be this guy, but the one thing Marxists are generally not interested in is electoral politics. Also, the idea that an election in California is too close to call is insane. Like, pick yeah. literally any other state. Right. <laughs> So anyway, Roland Tavener here running around. Now, he things have gone south for him in the land tales. He's out here trying to find his brother. The super NSA are trying to clean up all the neo-Marxists because the senator wife needs to make this all go back together because they tried to have intervention with Boxer Santoros, but he no. And then he eventually gets uh, kidnapped by Fortunio. Right. And now we're, we're revealing that the Trier Corporation is actually slowing the planet. And in doing so, they've created a time rift. And Fortunio helped make sure that Boxer Santoris entered that time rift with Roland Tavener. Now, Roland Tavener, once one enters said time rift, you make two of them. It becomes it's just the prestige all over again. So now we got the time rift now. Now, Boxer Santoros gets um, immolated, right? But the well, other it, Boxer Santoros is wandering around because it's, you can't have two people that are the same because otherwise, how are you going to overthrow over, God? So, yeah, we also we saw Duel. But, like, it doesn't yeah. make two of them. What it is is there's one from the future and one yeah. from the past. It's Primer right? like, for Idiots. So now – This movie you know, is every movie for idiots. Prim, yeah. Primer legit makes a clone. That was the whole point. Well, not – I don't know. Maybe not. No. No, no, that's not. Goggs is also the preeminent. Pro- He's the only person I know that understands that movie. So, so now Krista now is all whacked out because she doesn't know what's happening. She does find a tape at Sherry O'Terry's house. Oh, which real she quick. Assumes- Sorry. Uh, monkeys. This is another thing that's lived rent free in my head. Monkeys' souls cannot uh, travel to the oh, fourth the- dimension. Yeah. Yes. And that's stated as just bold fact that's that everyone yeah. out there. Yeah. So, so Krista <laughs> now. Kristen now finds the tape at Sherry O'Terry's house, the John Lovitz tape, because John Lovitz is trying to bang uh, Sherry O'Terry. And he's like, she's like, "Uh oh, this is the tape that's going to bring down Boxer Santoros and then bring down also uh, 
the government. So she's like, I'm going to drop it in a neo-Marxist uh, dead drop in a turlet. But it turns out to be the video of Dream and uh, Avon Barksdale dying. And then we're retreated to the end of Strange Days because the streets <laughs> just turn into chaos. So now, for some reason, Silent Bob has recruited some kid to join the Super Army. And he goes to see Pilot Abilene, and Pilot Abilene injects him with fluid karma and gives him a rocket launcher. Now, that kid He's ends based. up uh, finding Roland <laughs> Tavener, kind of, because Roland Tavener finally hooks up with his brother, who is really him, in an ice cream truck driven by the Highlander. Uh, and when they fuse with their powers combined, uh, they start to float, and then rocket truck goes up. Now, meanwhile, the Trier Corporation, who is actually, you think they're ultra, uh, corpo, you know, fucking, uh, uh, just, just capitalism run amok. They're actually kind of like a bunch of ultra Marxist wizards, I think. They are literal wizards, I think. And also, yeah. like, in the very loosest understanding of that, like, no gods, no masters, like, we're gonna end capitalism and kill God. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your, first, your first mistake was finding a land war in Asia. The second one was that people don't commit suicide. So now, yeah. um, so now I love that guy too. I mean, I'm glad he Wallace got Shawn thing. rules. So it's Wallace Shawn and um, Biden, Booger and Violet. And and Booger and, and, I, and, and, and can, can I give you a pause? There, Alter guys. There was a, a moment little. in 2006 where Biling was the hottest woman on earth, and it was. Right then. <laughs> She's making a case for it right now. So anyway, yeah. uh, the Trier Corporation has invited everyone, literally everyone. What do you mean everyone? Everyone. <laughs> onto a blimp ride <laughs> to show off, to show off, I guess, fluid karma, but it also has the half-charred corpse of Boxer Santoro. This also feels loosely like the plot of Final Fantasy VII for like ten minutes. <laughs> And then the kid with the rocket launcher fucking uh, annihilates the blimp, and that's it. Oh well, no. It, 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 the, meanwhile, um, the Rock is like he 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 like does a Jesus pose, and his his he, uh, the the Rock is covered in religious tattoos, like of different religions. There's a lot of iconography. Yeah. And he has, yeah, that's the the proper way to say. It. And yeah. Christian Christianity wins. Is he looks the like point he looks like every, he looks like every wall in Diablo. Uh, also, it, this scene is, uh, confounding because there's like, uh, I don't know if we were recording when we talked about it yet, but there's a, there's a, a lady that sings, um, the, the stars, the, uh, the, the national anthem, the American national anthem. Yeah. Uh, and it's also, it's very eerily similar. It's just worse done uh, to a scene that's in Mulholland Drive. It's the same singer. Uh, but also after that, there's some weird interpretive, like, dance off between, the Rock, Krista now, and Mandy Moore. Well, that, that symbolizes their relationships. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that that's what I needed in this. Like, sure. Also, and then John Larroquette like like hits it off with the Marxist lady that tased his nads, but now they're gonna get nuked. Yeah, I I. But then I guess the world ends. I don't I don't really know. Maybe who's yeah. to say. All I know is that the two Roland Taverners become one, and maybe they're new God. Right. Yeah. Right. 
that, that's the they're they're to, to, uh, I was jumping to Final Fantasy X, but they become sin to go back in the past. To anybody, <laughs> just <laughs> Final Fantasy X, everybody, great game. So there you are. Um, that's that is that that is Southland Tales. That let's, movie. Let's a, talk about a, real quick. Go ahead. Three things uh, before we get way off track that this movie is loosely based on referring to, right? One of them is the poem "The Path Not Taken." By Robert Frost. Shout out to Robert which, Frost. Big up. If Frost. you didn't get it, they literally say it. Uh, not only is a guy named Robert Frost, but um, they literally uh, reference part of the poem. So you know, Roland Tabner, the path not taken. Old enough for you. <laughs> um, T. S. Eliot's um, "The Hollow Men" were uh, that we're all familiar with the idiom. The world ends with a not with a bang, but with a whimper. But yeah. it's like inverted that for whatever reason. Nut. And they keep saying it over and over again. The third thing that is, is loosely based on is the book of Revelation, um, which as the, the best Catholic in the room, I guess, uh, by default, um, the book of Revelation uh, was the written, coolest book in the Bible. It is yeah, the coolest yeah. book of the Bible. <laughs> However, um, the thing is, unlike the other books of the Bible, one, it was written way after the rest of the Gospels, like way, way after. And um, most people believe that it is... All of these, the the beasts with three heads and all this shit are veiled references to politicians in North Africa and other places. So, like, if you were alive back then, you would understand that they're talking about Emperor so-and-so or whatever. Uh, So, like, that book is not at all meant to be taken literally. It is all symbolism about real people. It's like 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 a New Yorker cartoon. Right. So if he understood anything about what he was writing about, like, none of it makes any sense. So. Hmm. But go on. Oh, that's I mean, that's it. That's the film. I mean, yeah, no, I, I, have no, I shot my whole load. I feel like the thing the thing that I took away, we've talked about how we have different uh, the takeaways watching it this time. The biggest thing that I took away from this is that he really does think this movie is like a comedy. Like, I think he thinks this is a biting satire comedy. Yeah, like, I didn't really, he thinks this is super witty. I didn't. Yeah. Well, I really like I know it was like trying to be weird, but I I, I guess I never picked up on how much it's trying to be like funny. And it's not it's funny. Like, I mean, I mean the TJ might appreciate parts. this. Maybe somebody else will, too. It's like so I read 10 pages of a Philip Dick book and 10 pages of a Car- Carlton Mellick book. And when <laughs> I can do that. And yeah. then just shit like the the fucking baby that doesn't shit because like the gravity's changed. Like there's all these like it's like every idea he had he just put it on there and it gets dropped and like they don't come back to it and it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like the Marxism thing, the that everybody's working for everybody's double crossing and this guy's working for them and then the fucking NSA owns TV and it's just like it's a fucking mess. Like yeah, and it, it, it's it's a very clumsy like post nine eleven movie too with the fucking like the the super NSA and all that crap. Yeah. Like, well, they even reference right there. It's, this is all because of the Patriot Act, right? Like they even say as much. And even like like some ideas that like aren't like the worst thing, you know. It's like the fucking corporate sponsorship of like the war and stuff. It's like that's something, but they don't really do anything with it. Like, well, like you even hustle. the the idea that they've invented something that's slowing down the Earth. If you just took that, it's like let's take that and make a movie out of it. You got something. But yeah. all this other, it's just like it's all. It's a two and a half hour movie where two hours of it is filler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Alec, what's your favorite part of this movie? Is it the religious allegory? Um, 
<laughs> or or in this case i guess your least favorite part of the movie unless unless this is uh that you we this is uh we're a 3v1 on this episode which i highly doubt <laughs> my favorite part of the movie was uh seeing the my favorite form of the rock <laughs> yeah, does he look had... a lot smaller in this to you guys yeah he, does he, has, he has hair he was he's not <laughs> super jacked yet he's not in a he's jungle still, <laughs> he wearing a brown shirt yeah, he wasn't begging people for money for Maui. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. He was. I, what did this come out? Two thousand three, six. I think. Uh, something six. like that. So he was still kind of in the tail end of his WWE run. Yeah. Um. A man. Like it's it's weird that this isn't that far past nine eleven, but all the nine eleven shit feels so incredibly dated. Like even at that time, you know what I mean? It felt like it was like, okay, yeah, we got it. Like, what are you bringing that's new? Yeah, but it's um, not even that concerned about it. Like, you know. Yeah, like I don't I don't understand what he what the message is here. You is, know what I mean? The message is pimps don't commit suicide. I mean that's but even that, like, if there's some kind of through line to it, because that line just appears, like, in whole cloth, and the third act gets repeated four times, and that's it. You know what I mean? There's no, like... That's how you tell a story, Sean. I don't know oh, what to shit. tell you. My, my B. <laughs> uh, to, to Alex's point, I will say that, like, I, I, you know, I know this is a terrible movie, but I kind of respect The Rock for how fucking, like, he's just, like, he's not being The Rock in this. Like, at one yeah. point, he's, like, twiddling his fingers, which he's I don't... He's doing the I, Homer thing when he gets confused and, like, he starts tapping his fingers. It is kind of nice to see him, like, play against type, even though, again, this movie is really bad. I don't think it's... He's, like, he's trying something. Like I think Sean William Scott's actually kind of good in this movie. Sean William Scott is actually good in this movie. <laughs> I would go as far as say The Rock is actually good in the movie. Movies. I think Sarah Michelle Gellar is good in this movie. Yeah, but I I I didn't need the you, uh that's the N word scene. With. What's that? Hold on. What'd you say, Alec? You got, I didn't. When this is what you're given to work with, like you're only going to do, yeah. you can only do so much. True. What did you and say? All, go ahead, Alec. Well, I was going to say they all probably thought this was going to be some art like, film. Yeah, some big ensemble yeah. art film, but instead it came out like feeling like uh, Cecil B. Demented. They thought it was going to be Birdman, but it turned Crap. out to be Turdmass. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I could have done without the the Sean William Scott using the N word. Like I know they're trying to set it up, but it comes across like incredibly clumsy and just there for shock value. Yeah, it's, it's it, it, isn't that exactly why it was supposed when, to be there. When he said it, it reminded me just like of Troy Duffy. Yeah, yeah, like a hundred percent. Taking the God. power away from it. Oh my God, this is art school Troy Duffy. If Troy Duffy went to NYU, there would have been kinda, this. In a weird way, it kind of is, right? Yeah. Also, I think like they kind of weirdly nailed this guy's whole career. Like also, Donnie like, Darko is like a bad movie, and I don't like it. But you're like, okay, this is a young man. Like I don't understand why I have to read this pamphlet to understand this movie, but. He's got some ideas. It's weird. He's trying something. Let's see where this goes, right? Right. And then this is where it went. 
Yeah, and like also I getting I I mean I obviously I have a lot of thoughts on Richard Kelly, but like yeah. his one his one trick that he does in this movie constantly is people killing themselves. That's like all that like anyone ever does. Like immediately like at the end of the movie like the rock has to do something so he pulls a gun on himself like he, he talks about like he's like obsessed with suicide but that's I mean also, I understand that cuz I'm always ready to just blow my brains out over the most trivial shit but also that's not like that could be something right it's kind of like you said about the pimp line like if that's yeah. like like the world is killing itself like maybe there's something there but again like he doesn't ever it's like it you I think Sean I think you said at the beginning but like it's just mm-hmm. every idea at once he needs he doesn't he should have pared down some of this stuff and maybe you could have done something with it, but he doesn't. Did he, did he edit, did he edit this movie too? I don't know uh, if the movie was edited. <laughs> let me look. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Let me the, uh, the, while you're looking at like the idea that stunt cast SNL people is like interesting, I guess, but they're so they're hamming it up so much. Well, John Lovitz that, is literally like the Terminator. He's like, let's well, kill them. Even and it's like, like, what the, is that? Nora Dunn is really bad. Sherry O'Terry's really bad. Like, um, and is then Nora Dunn, Nora, is Nora Dunn Gail the Snail's mom? Is that Nora Dunn? That's correct. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you know, Kevin Smith is ad-libbing his own shit because he makes a, uh, oh. he quotes, uh, Yeats, the, the widening gyre of the poem. Uh, the, you know, the, the falcon cannot hear the falcon or things fall apart, the center cannot hold, which you know he did because he then wrote that horrendous Batman comic called The Widening Gyre, which is also loosely a reference to that poem. Uh, he did not edit this. Some guy, oh, a guy named Sam Bauer, who, I mean, Kelly might as well edit it because this guy has only worked on Richard Kelly movies. Yeah. He, he edited Donnie he, Darko. He's the only one that knows how to work the software. Yeah, he he edited all three of his movies: Donnie Darko, Southland Tales, and The Box. Not the the, uh, the popular '90s uh, music channel where you could pay to watch music videos or the Anybody? slang for the vagina. Um, the Box <laughs> is also fan. his best movie. Yeah, pass. What what is even it up to? Like it's so slimy. But like, what's the deal gross. with that thing? Give me a nice yeah. sturdy penis. Yeah, it's all straight smooth. line. Yeah. Stuff only comes out of one hole, and I know when it's coming. It's not just, Look, like, making it hard to sleep. I can wrap um, my head my around bed. a nice penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah fucking, I can wrap a lot of things around it. But um, <laughs> The Box is, like, his best movie just because it is, like, totally not his writing. It's just, yeah, it's, uh, uh, was it Richard Matheson? Matheson? Yeah. yeah. This movie is fucking trash. And, like, it's funny. This is one of those movies when you look it up, it's all these insane defenses of how brilliant this movie actually is. This is a, like, this is a movie. Well, this is what an idiot thinks a smart movie is. So I want to I want to give you one reason why this movie is really bad. And I know it's bad. Um, usually, usually with even like cult movies, like movies that that I might not care for, but have like somewhat of a cult following. And I thought this did. I honestly did. I thought this movie was one of those movies that people went back to and they're like, actually, this is really good. There is like zero discussion on like youtube about this movie like i i was like because i was trying to find like you know i needed i wanted to see what other people had to say about this movie you wanted a counterpoint and, well or i wanted somebody to be like you know i i, I, like I don't i don't know tj i think this this movie hasn't hit the youtube reviewer zeitgeist yet because if you just look look just put in like southland tales or southland tales you know opinions or whatever You'll see a shitload of these like pseudo scholarly articles about it. So I I bet you it's 
it will pop up somewhere and all I, of those, I bet, like I bet when IMDB still had common, you know, message boards on every movie. I bet yeah. this was like super active. But I think that it honest but I think it's kind of passed by. Right. Yeah. The, like like I don't think people care about this. It's movie. it's not old enough to like get reexamined like that and it wasn't like a big enough like in, like it wasn't a spectacular failure in the way that like a I don't know like a Cloud Atlas or something is. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't this huge fucking movie. And it's funny because the one that, that what's that guy that we like renegade cut who does like yeah. he does like movies but he also does like political commentary. Yeah. The, his video on Southland Tales didn't even talk about the movie. He was just talking about themes in the movie. It was kind of yeah. annoying. Like I was like, why am I even like he didn't even like he never made any critique on the movie. He was just talking about bigger ideas in the movie and it was like i don't i don't know anyway but yeah i i mean i this is just it's so painful to watch i mean illustrated by gogs's brilliant chart it is just so convoluted like i mean it's like and there's nothing to sink your teeth into right like there's nothing like all these everything gogs like gogs has a, a a mutant ability of making the most tiresome thing seem entertaining because it is see hellraiser debtor right but like following this movie as you're watching it you're like what what like and there's no i would bet you my like entire salary for the rest of my life if you asked richard kelly to right now cold you know beat by beat explain to you the plot of that movie he couldn't do it oh no and and again Mm -hmm. like the other thing is is that and it's not to sound like my dad but it's literally just people Not talking. Not funny as shit or scary <laughs> shit. Well, no, it's just like, it's just a movie with people talking, and the talking is very boring, and it's, it's nonsense. But it's also very stilted and weird, but like not yeah. in a, like a purposeful and, way. And it tonally shifts so hard where it's like, it's super goofy talking about how monkeys can't de- traverse the fourth dimension. But then it's like trying to be serious at the same time, I think, and it's like. Oh, well, it, it ends with the second coming of Christ. Uh, you know, by way of Repo Man, like that's the ending of the movie, but it's also oh, yeah, five minutes before that. Too. Yeah, five minutes before that, it is the aforementioned uh, fat Kevin Smith in a wheelchair smoking a dick talking about how monkeys can't time travel. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's it's so jarring, but also boring. Like, it's it's weird to be, like, startled and bored at the same time. I don't know how that happens, but good on you, Richard Yeah, and, Kelly. like, ultimately, like, the, the uh, oh, what's his name? Will Sasso, the porn, like, producer, is the guy yeah. that, like, overthrows the NSA, and it's like, okay. He's, like, some sort of weird, like, his connection to everything is strange. Guys, I know I asked you this years ago when we watched this uh, before. But, yeah. like, what do the comics – do the comics illuminate We spent anything? a lot of time with Fortunio. That was the Will Sasso character? Will Sasso's character, yeah. There's a lot of time with that and the setup of isn't it about, how we're going to get Boxer. Isn't it about the script that they write? It's about that, and it's about getting Boxer out to the time rift because the planet's slowing down. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because you mentioned that the corporation put – uh, the rock there, but I don't, I never picked up on that in the movie. Did they ever, yeah, they, they had William, they had Roland Tavener was driving him in the car uh, into okay, the time, right? Room. I, I just forgot everybody's alignment. You're right, you're right. It's not going anywhere, it's up here forever. Uh, anything else, guys? I don't remember Janine Garofalo at all the first time we watched this movie. So I don't know if that's like part of this cut or not, but like, I don't remember in the original or whatever version we watched the last time, Kevin Smith being in it until the very end. And he pops up a bit earlier 
Yeah, I think we should call him the Game Master, the Dungeon well, also, Master. The Dungeon like, Master. Janine Garofalo that barely does anything, so it's like Also they're gonna they're gonna um they're gonna change the course of the California election with eleven thumbs. Like yeah, it's I, that yeah. close? I thought the same thing. I was like, what the hell? Anyway. Uh yeah. anything else, guys? Alec, how do you feel about the science in this movie? There is a lot of science in this movie. The science is ludicrous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus. You know you guys only does this stuff when you This movie is absurd. In the worst way possible. Two hours and like 40 minutes long. That is like criminal. I watched the first half of this movie while I was getting my oil changed because I was able to (laughs) download it on YouTube and watch it at two times speed. That's the best and way to watch it. Too much. The way it was meant to be seen. <laughs> two times speed on a phone while you're doing something else. Uh, uh, you know what though? Like, at least watching it at two times speed, like, it speeds up this awful dialogue, so like, you don't have to like really, it doesn't have to soak it in. It felt like I was watching a talkie. <laughs> right. What do you mean? Hey, right, 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 right. Well, everything's gonna go fast. Well, that's what the faster, dialogue's faster. like. How are the Rocky Mountain Oysters doing? I heard you got them well done. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. god, I just wish I was dead. Tim's uh, don't commit suicide, but I might. Nah, please don't. Yeah. Um, yeah, don't. Uh, uh, don't give not, Richard not. Kelly the satisfaction. Right, yeah, don't. Yeah, uh, Richard Kelly will be right. I finally shoot myself. You guys come to the funeral. Richard Kelly just shows up in a trench coat and goes, Lord, got him. Got <laughs> like, him. Yeah, it, like, there's, few things, there's few things in this world that is more, like, I feel so uh, justified in my opinion that Richard Kelly just doesn't have a career anymore. Like, it's Well, the I'm just glad that Hollywood finally did something right. They, somebody saw this and was like, we're not giving that guy any money for anything. Right, exactly. Like, he's done. He hasn't done anything. Like, it's over. Like, thank you. That's good. Yeah. Like, uh, go for it. Like, where, where's that, like, meme with the Grim Reaper knocking on the door? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Kelly's down. Like, where's M. Night Shyamalan? Uh, all right. Uh, let's get into fucking uh, five knuckle shuffles. I mean, I don't even, I don't know. Uh, Alex. Zero. Yeah. Like, (laughs) hell yeah. (laughs) Generous. Even if I did did like this movie, I'd be too embarrassed to say it. (laughs) (laughs) That on the box. That on the box. (laughs) (laughs) But this movie is garbage. For a lot of people, in it that like when this came out I was gigantic fans of namely yeah. The Rock and Sarah Michelle Geller. Right. Like and I guess Stifler to a point. Like, I don't yeah. know that anybody in the world's a huge Sean William Scott fan, but as much as one can be, like I found him entertaining and more things than I haven't, I would say. Um but man, this is just the worst. And like I've seen Donnie Darko. Like Richard Kelly is just the worst. And he's so far up his own ass with mm. his like ideas and everything that he thinks is super like deep and dark. Like we get it, man. A plane crashed. Yeah. Get over mm. it. Hawk um, chugging. But this is. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. The zero. So uh. Like stiff timber is all was or stiff timber ended with an absolute thud. Yeah. Um, Gogs. 
It's zero. Hell yeah. It's bad. It's just fucking, it's still bad. It was bad. Still bad. Remains bad. Will always be bad. I'm not, I'm trying to convince myself not to reread the comics because the, the thought came to my head, but it's not, I'm not going to do it. Uh, this movie's, it almost gets a point because it's fun to talk about. Like, it's just so much fun just to drag collectively. Um, like, it's, it's, it's enjoyable in that regard. And it's a spectacle that we all got to have a shared experience. Like, we all went through Vietnam. Like, we yeah, all get look, to say that we were part we of this. went back for some reason. It took Alec. Right, yeah, it became, uh, <laughs> we had so much the fun in Vietnam. We went Linda back. Or the, uh, the, the, the brotherhood that needs to find, uh, well, uh Black uh, Panther's gold. You know, that, like that, that movie. Uh, oh, um, the yeah, Five Bloods. That, we Five Bloods. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's so, uh, no, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's so up its ass, it's back out and then around again. It's like a double, <laughs> it's gone. It it's, it's, in its ass again. it's like a Mobius strip of up its own ass. Like it's, it's, it's a, infinite a, a, and none. Ouroboros uh, butt plug. It just, yeah, it's, 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 it's just the worst, Sean. Uh, it's also zero. This is, uh, I was thinking about how the best way to describe this. Uh, this is a movie that a girl goes to a guy's apartment and is forced to watch, oh, uh, on a date. And then afterwards, uh, not only does he try to explain the whole movie to her, but then spends like two hours, like begging for a uh, hand job and doesn't <laughs> get it. Like, it's just like the fucking, like, just the, it reminds me yes, a lot like in a weird Saturday like, night. Yes, like your prom dress. Uh, <laughs> no, I fuck, sir. Like, I, first of all, I would never show a woman Southland Tales. Ah, uh, <laughs> poor Hamplo. Uh, no, like, uh, it's like the worst movie anybody's ever made. Um, yeah, you're right. Oh, shit, what was I going to say? Uh, what's the budget for that? I didn't even look. What's the budget for that? It's got to be tremendously high. I don't think yeah. it's that high. I don't know, but it, it I mean, above me the a, line, it had to be nuts. It reminds oh, me in a weird way that. of uh, Art School Confidential, even though that's a better movie. At least, like, according, the source. Go ahead. According to this, it's $17 million. Yeah. Every time but, I mean, this was 2005. Yeah. So. But still, that's yeah, pretty the rock. The Rock wasn't making that money yet. Yeah, like it, it's so pretentious that like it almost feels like it's it's like a like a Russian doll or something where it's mocking like art or like the comic book art school confidential where it's mocking like art shit. Yeah, but it's this isn't like I I I don't I don't know like I've never seen a movie that like explains so many political opinions doesn't understand any of them and also has no point. Yeah, so, it also has no opinion of its own. Like, it doesn't have, no. like, a... Yeah, it's not... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is, like... This is literally the worst movie on Earth. Like, it, you know, confirmed. Yeah. Uh, so, it was a $17 million budget, and the box office was only $374,000. $2.5 billion. It, it's the highest grossing movie ever made. Surprise. So it didn't even make... It didn't even make a million dollars in the box office, which in 2006 is, like, almost impossible. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's, but... Um, yeah. I'm glad we revisited this uh, because it confirmed how bad it was. I was like, there's, you know what? There's no way it's that bad. And I'm watching it, I'm like... Maybe this cut's different, you know, like, it's got something going on, like, and, and it's just, like, it's just fucking, it's so, if this movie was an hour and 40 minutes, 
like, like maybe it's like a three or something like oh yeah that's my ideas whatever it's goofy it doesn't really work but you know it's not but like unless it's Blade Runner twenty forty nine like you're not gonna make a three hour movie or Dune or I guess unless yeah, you're done away yeah, the lake that, that, that's a great point though right like Blade Runner specifically right yeah like that that's a movie that is an interesting story. But uh, it does examine themes that are more than what the story is, but it's 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 fun to watch. Simple and it's consistent. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. Like you know, I know exactly what everybody's motivations are, and it's not because it's you know Ryan Gosling's doing a voiceover. It's because like it's the story is clear and the dialogue doesn't go on forever, and like these like double and triple crosses and 65 people have plans going on at the same time and there's experiments and the army's doing experiments and the army's working for nsa and then nsa is controlled by and it's just like can you imagine if richard kelly wrote richard kelly's blade runner 2049 if if he wrote the introductory scene with him and and batista where it's like they barely have any dialogue but he'd be like he'd be like wow you used to be a doctor on a rig that's weird that's almost like you're a slave and you're a robot that's kind of crazy huh and like you yeah. know and then have somebody goes half an the hour. book of revelation says that slave robots are bad <laughs> he also would have probably given batista big glasses which would have been a huge huge you know, mistake oh he had tiny glasses yeah. Yeah. like big yeah. big elton john glasses big uh, elton john i mean that that would have probably that that idea is better like, but, <laughs> yeah, Richard but like, kelly as of 2021, he had. I just when I was looking at the box office, he had an article in Forbes. Must must have I read it in Forbes uh, that uh, he <laughs> wants to revisit this and recut it, a la Zack Snyder oh Justice League. He thinks what, now. He thinks longer? now. He thinks now, oh, or in 2021, he oh, the, world was, the world's now just, ready for it. It was just so far out of its time. Yeah, um, right. I'll conclude with one of my favorite uh, AVGN lines. Like, it's hard to describe how ass this movie is, but it is very ass. Like, I just can't. <laughs> uh, TJ, uh, I just want to point out, you know, how how much I hate Richard Kelly, but he describes this movie as, and I quote, a great black comedy. So, this is a, this is something that we haven't said on the show in a long time. But, retroactive uh, dark comedy exactly yeah a, a when a failed artistic project uh does not work and doesn't meet the expe- expectations of the director uh actually this was intentionally bad and you guys are stupid yeah. uh that, that i don't know why i sounded like bill maher it, there but that also kind of works it, it, it just made me uh, it made me think if i got a russian lady that works for me and like she was trying to say dark humor she's like it, it, it's not you should shouldn't do tell so many black jokes i was like excuse me <laughs> i mean she's right about yeah but that's my private life yeah Hey, How'd you know that? What, 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 what kind of bird is this? Um, <laughs> sorry, TJ. White people Fine. drive like these. <laughs> uh, it's a fucking. Can I give it lower than a zero? Is there like a? No, you know the rules. You know zero. You know the law. It's fucking horrendous. It's. It is such a fucking mess. It's not. It's not fun or funny. It's too long. It is so confused with its metaphors and with its plot and just, it's just, I, again, like I, I, Sean, I think you really hit the nail on the head where it's real lightning in a pan. It totally is. Well, that metaphor works because it's funny. It's very funny. If he wrote it, if he had lightning in a pan, 
you know, maybe I should have punched up this script a little bit, huh? You know? Could you imagine getting this and reading it and they'd be like, uh, no, just fix it. It, it would be literally <laughs> like getting the fucking king in yellow. I would go insane and die. Are you getting like, and then the last line is after making the perfect movie, there was no more reason to make another. <laughs> it was the best of times. It was the blurst of blurst times. times. Uh, um, anyway, what did I say? No, it's just that he he doesn't understand any of these ideas that he's putting in this movie. He doesn't understand the secu- the 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 ultra security state. He doesn't understand the religious allegories he's putting in. He doesn't understand the political aspects that he's putting in the movie. Yeah, but Byling had a snake on he, her. Uh, yeah, because she's the fucking Leviathan. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Okay. Uh, he doesn't. Sure. He doesn't understand comedy, which is. Kind PJ, of what's a what's a worse uh, religious allegory movie? This or Mother? There, there's a question just for you. Ooh. Uh you know what? I, you're all gonna be really shocked to hear this. Uh, Mother is not as bad as this movie. Like it's clumsy. It's it's clumsy in a lot of the same ways. But I'll give Darren Aronofsky credit. At least it's at points it's like visually interesting. It's also much shorter, if I remember yeah. correctly. But it's also really bad. And it's also like baby's first religious allegory. Um, I re- oh God, if, if I, if somebody had like the fucking low, Lauren Bobert camera on me watching that, I was literally squirming watching mother. <laughs> like I was literally like hand in my face going, Oh God, are you serious? <laughs> like, uh, so anyway, cringe. I was also jerking off the guy next to me, much like nice. Lauren Bobert, but, um, what a queen. Th- there was nobody next to me. Nobody was in the theater watching that shitty movie. But anyway, um, this movie is fucking horrible. And like, it, it's just so, it's just, it, you know, you know, sometimes Sean, I think you're, you're a little more lax on the big swing movies, right? You're, yeah. you've gone down where you're like, well, it's yeah. bad, but they tried a lot. And like, this is one of yeah. those cases where it's like, it's like, you swung, but the bat flew out of your hand and it killed, and killed a child. Infants. Yeah, in the front <laughs> row. Like, it, it, just don't do it. Like, this is Josh I, Hamilton throwing the ball into the stands. And I, I'm going to make another comparison to another movie that you guys may, may agree or may not agree. I, this has like Kurt Wimmer vibes. Like, this feels like How ultraviolet. This feels like we, ultraviolet. Ultraviolet it's, was fun though. I think we all gave that like a seven. I mean, in the writing, like in how oh, he yeah. does it, like, or in, in, again, in fucking, uh, the other one, the, the fucking, uh, equilibrium, shit, equilibrium, how he does not understand like fascism at all. <laughs> it's the same idea. Like he, or emotions. Right. Well, Kurt and, Wimmer also made the bad point break. So there you go. I, I, I don't know, man. This movie is, <laughs> is fucking terrible. I, and I also just everything you read from Richard Kelly makes you hate him even more. Like, I implore anyone to read interviews with him about this movie because he thinks this is a fucking masterpiece. And also his idea of, like, putting comics out that, like, not ancillary comics, right? Like, a lot of movies do that. Like, there, then there's actually some good, like, I, I've, I've championed them for 30 years. The 28, the 28 weeks later comic books. Yeah are really, or 28 Days Later comic books, are really good. But, like, you didn't have to go read those comics and then see the movie. That That is such a ridiculous idea that he expected to work. Like, who's going to do that? You know what I mean? Gogs. And also, the comics are bad. Well, but Gogs didn't even do that. Gogs did it after the fact. Yeah, he true. legitimately intended for people to read them and then go to the theater. Now, what the hell is, if it was Richard Kelly's... uh with Robert Liefeld doing the comics, I would buy all of them just right, because that would be something. That's a little different. 
But yeah, I, this movie is just like it's just it's monumentally bad. Like I feel and like it, he almost got movies canceled. Like well, if enough it, people had seen this, be like, you know what, we're good. Yeah, and I mean, and again, like it's just like every every creative. I mean, the concept made, of movies. Every like creative general. choice. Well, it would literally be the end of movies. Like it's the end of the world. Yeah. Right? Like every single creative choice he made in this movie is the wrong one, and it's kind of impressive in a weird way. Like there's too much narration. There's too much plot. Like, why Why is Pilot Abilene so important? Is Pilot Abilene dead? I don't know. Is he back? To, like, I, did he get injured? I don't know. Like, there's so much shit in this fucking movie. Like, there's there's one interesting concept in this whole thing where uh, Sean William Scott's like, hey, my mirror's on delay. Like, you could almost spin that into the entire movie, just the two of them. But again, to but go back to your... there's 35 other movies there. Well, also to go back to your way, way, way original uh, thing, that that mirror image being out of sync, that's a yeah. idea from Philip K. Dick. Like, yeah, yeah. That's like wholesale ripped off from Philip yeah. K. Dick. It's a great idea. It's a cool concept of like your reflection not matching your body. But yeah, yeah. He, that's not he didn't come up with that. I mean, Doink did it better. Hell yeah. And also like... Uh, I so remember that WCW and uh, Ultimate Warrior like showed oh, up yeah. in the mirror for yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that really happened. Yeah. Um and like I don't know, the thing is like a lot of the defenders of this movie are like, well, it's like meant to be like an art house thing, but like that doesn't even work. Like cuz it's not artsy enough to be an art house yeah. thing. Like it it goes out of its way to try to overexplain its bullshit. Like it's I don't know. It's too much mess. of a boy for crazy town. Not crazy. <laughs> too crazy boys, for boys town. I, I hate this movie a lot, and uh, I never want to watch it again. I've I've watched it probably six times in my life now, and I don't want to watch it anymore. <laughs> I want to do it. It's uh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty yeah. fucking bad. I will say that the second time I watched it in this go around, I I didn't I I was doing other things, <laughs> so I had it on and I wasn't paying much attention to it. Uh, which I recommend to anybody that even is curious about this fucking it's movie. Don't. Like there's there's nothing to glean from it really. Yeah, Brett, we're all we're, we're all Brett, worse off. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah just, you probably just, already did. Just do the um the just well, watch the it. twenty seconds of Wood Harris going. Oh, you missed. That <laughs> is the funniest part of the movie. That part and and the part after they really get shot and then the squid yeah. go off. That that's that's that pretty made me laugh. Funny. That's pretty funny. That's a funny scene. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, so what's what is next? What month are we in, Alec? What is you mean the, the one week we have left? The one week we have left. Yes, it's uh Hello Hello Queens. What what is I that? Know. I don't know. I just gave up. Oh, I just tried to find something that rhymes. Is Alec. there just something hanging out there that we can just knock out? Uh, are there any terrible horror movies you guys want to watch? How many? How many we got two. We have two weeks to, of this together. Yeah, we do. Have, we have two weeks, not one week. Or just movies uh, in general to clear off the docket. What, let's watch some horror movies. Let's it's it's October, spooky season, as it were. Anybody have a horror movie pick? You know what movie I've been dying to watch that I've had forever. Uh, I've always seen it. Watch. Is is uh well besides Kevin Ken Burns is the Devils is a. Uh, what is it, the the legend behind the mask or whatever that Baltimore horror movie? Do you know what I'm talking about? The legend of Leslie, whatever the fuck. Uh, no, no, yeah, no. Yes. Behind the mask is it called? I think it is called Behind the Mask. I hang on, let me just let me just. Oh, you know what we should watch? Hmm. Audition. Hmm. Oh. Uh. Okay. I watched it on the other show. <laughs> oh. I was like, wait, didn't I already review that? Oh, no, well, I never reviewed mind. it. I reviewed it on the Chris show. 
Um, I should we watch X because it's bad? Should we watch that Winnie the Pooh murder movie? No. No, 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 no. Well, no, I already okay. watched that on Chris' show, too. But we can watch X. That might be interesting because some of y'all might like it. And Is that the Ty West movie? Yeah, you can you can all 2v, 3v1 me or whatever. That'd be fine. Or you can watch or we can watch Pearl. I don't care for that one either, but we watch them both. We got two weeks. Uh, I really don't so want to watch this Ant-Man movie and I don't think I'm going to. So we're going to watch X next week. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. What do you well, recommend? X or Pearl? One oh, of which one? I don't want which one's the first one. I want to watch the second X. one. X is the first one. The Pearl's the origin story. Correct. I don't know, man. How about Blue Beetle? Oh, you know what? It is a superhero movie. Okay. Yeah, we can watch that. I'm cool with right. that. I know it's on the Plex because I was going to watch it the other day. And yeah, I it's on there. We were finally a Latinx movie for me and sort of yeah, dogs. It's for Sean. Yeah. Sean, Sean, the, uh, can, Sean can give his review in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> the kid from uh, the kid from Excellent. Cobra Kai in it. Mm-hmm. Mucho gusto. Uh, that's the only reason Dos I really palabras. Sandwich de mierda. I, I learned today that the, the uh, Spanish word for backhoe, which no one uses because no one ever brings it up, but it is uh, retro excavator, which is awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's band, a good band, band name. Yeah, retro excavator. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll do my Spanish review. Hell That'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> Dos palabras. Sandwich de mierda. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Blue Beetle next week because uh, right. we can't get away from the DCEU. And maybe for the follow- if it's for- part of it, who knows? It, who knows? The for the following week, for the following week, which will be Halloween, we should come up with a horror movie. So we'll. I still we'll- vote X because I still want to see. I'll watch it on my own. Just watch it on your own. All right, then. Get out of my fucking face. <laughs> Why don't we just do a month where we do all the Evangelion rebuild movies? There's four of them, right? Oh, God. I, no, dude. <laughs> I, I don't want to be on the receiving end of that. Like, TJ likes this shit? No, I'm good. What's the Halloween? Wait, what's the, what's the Paul Rudd Halloween movie? We should watch that. Oh, uh, you know what we should watch? Because I'm going to hate myself, but it will be the most fun to talk about. We should watch either Halloween Ends or Halloween Kills. We already did we watch. That. We did Halloween Kill. We watched oh. one of them. Which one's did Evil he... Dies Tonight? That's Halloween Kills. We watched that. I didn't even fucking yeah, yeah. We so didn't we watch all. I think we've all. I think the three of us have seen it already, right? Or at least I've not me seen and you ends. saw us. Oh, okay. We should probably watch Ends then. Ends the one real, where he's got uh, the protege uh, and they're doing the mentor mentee. Yep, that's the one. We can. Uh, watch we'll it. think about it. We got time. Whatever. We'll think about it. A blue beetle. All right, everybody. Next week, uh, Azul Azul Beetle. However you say beetle in Spanish. Yeah. yeah. Hard butt. Right. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 right. Bye, everybody. Right. Bye, babies. Bye.